Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Love save! Mike Smith, a game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. You like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Riley. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score! Leon Dreisler on the right circle! No risk, no game. And now we're going to have a goalie for action! This is NHL overtime! This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Dreisler. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America-wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Gaga to get it started, a song ironically written 
roughly around circa 1983-ish, maybe got released in 84, I'm thinking, uh, the meaning of which was the fact of the transition of power, uh, in theory, from radio to TV. Some would say today that has uh, moved on from television uh, to social media, though make no mistake, uh, for uh, an audience on 630 Chad that wants to know what's going on, even during this COVID-19 pandemic, numbers are indeed up. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Was it not... Uh was it not also okay on top of radio gaga i'm thinking uh what was it video killed the radio star uh was that the other one uh out there by is that the bungles uh that had that song back in the day anyways a couple songs sort of relevant uh to uh the power of radio which was certainly uh prevalent throughout the 30s 40s and the 50s and the 60s i think that's undeniable look we got a lot of show to get to and we've got a lot of things going on the edmonton oilers made it officially signed theodore lenstrom we will hear from the swedish defenseman today in about 10 minutes time uh louis debrusque will join us in the first hour of the show in the second hour of the show brian burke for our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. Um, and then time permitting, we're going to try to get to Michael Benning from the Sherwood Park Crusaders and NHL insider John Shannon. So we've got five guests booked, but we are going to step away at 1.15 today. The uh, province of Alberta has another presser uh, up in, I believe this one's up in the Wood Buffalo uh, region with some more information on the flooding up there. You can reach us on a River Cree Resort Casino hotline 780-496-0063. River Cree will be back and up and at them when we are back up and at them. And you can text us at 780 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. You know what? Uh, this is a famous date in Oilers history. As we look at today's top story brought to you by Gray Rock Exteriors, Mother Nature wreaks havoc on your home. Book your free, no-obligation inspection today. Visit grayrockexteriors.ca. Why do you ask? Is today a significant day in Oilers history. Well, we are going to go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. And we will mention that despite the current flooding in Fort McMurray, direct workwear is still operational and accepting orders. If you need workwear for yourself or your employees, Pat is answering all phone calls uh, directed from the Fort McMurray location on her cell phone. There you go. Uh, You can still shop 24-7 through the website at uh, directworkwear.com. So uh, there you have it. Uh, Going back, April 30th, 1986. A humbling experience if you were a uh, 20-year-old Oilers fan. And for a lot of you, you remember this moment quite well. Barazan in across the line. McDonald going for the net. Barazan's pass does not get through. He tries again. It hits McDonald. McDonald was upset by Steve Smith. And Gretzky comes back. Gretzky with Krushelniski. Over to Napier. Napier with the shot. Vernon out of the net to make the save. Vernon came out the challenge that time. As Grant Fuhrer did in the second period on Steve Bozak.
everybody's in a state of shock right now. And well, the no question, one of the most shocking moments in Oilers history. The Oilers, the 84, the 85 Stanley Cup champions, game seven at home against the Calgary Flames. Uh, Edmonton trailed 2-0 in that game. They tied it 2-2. And then Steve Smith attempting to uh, uh, do a quick up, uh, hit the back of Grant Fuhr's skate, and the puck ricocheted into Lynette for an own goal. The Oilers still had 14 minutes left in that game. They could not tie it. And um, the uh, Oilers dynasty had a slight uh, detour, at least for a year, which made winning in 1987 that much more rewarding. I know many of you are watching the series that's on Sportsnet right now. And it should be noticed that uh, when the Oilers eventually do, uh, when you get to watch Game 7, take a look at who Wayne Gretzky passes that cup to. Steve Smith, uh, ironically, that was his birthday. It's his birthday today. Uh, Steve is currently a coach of the Buffalo Sabres. He's a great guy, um, very patient with young defensemen. And think about what occurred there. I mean, that is the... We had a similar situation in 1986 with a home run that was given up in a series between the Angels and the Boston Red Sox where the pitcher for the Angels never got over the uh, home run that he gave up to Dave Henderson. That was Donnie Moore. And conversely, you look at Steve Smith, and Steve not only succeeded, but he ultimately prevailed. He was a member of the 87 uh, Oilers Stanley Cup champions. And I would assert to you at 88 and 90, once Paul Coffey was traded, Steve Smith was the Oilers' most important defenseman and helped shut down Cam Neely in both those playoff series. And Steve had a lengthy NHL career after. That is a tremendous, you know, I'll always credit him for being able to uh, uh, to do that. And, uh, you know, the great thing about it, and I know it wasn't me that said it, it was Steve Simmons wrote it. He said after the Oilers lost in 86, not one guy blamed Steve Smith for that loss. And that said a lot about their team at that time because there's been some other teams and situations where guys have dropped touchdown passes and uh, guys have given up home runs and that sort of thing or given up a bad goal where maybe their teammates have been, you know, there's been some blame extended to one individual. It's a team sport. Again, Edmonton had 15 minutes time to get uh, a game-tying goal in that game. Calgary, you know what? They... They did a good job in that series against Edmonton. They did. The Oilers, however, did win three more Stanley Cups in the next four years. Hardest loss ever? It's one of them for me. I don't know about for you. You can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Personally, for me, the most bitter loss as a broadcaster in the 12 years of doing color with the Oilers Obviously, it was game five against uh, the Anaheim Ducks. Some of you don't, you know, oh, you got to get over what happened there. For a lot of fans, and I know I, I got some response back on Twitter today, Bret Hart has referred to the Montreal screw job, and I think for a lot of fans, that was the Anaheim screw job when Corey Perry had the uh, uh, jersey or had the uh, his hand on the pad of Cam Talbot on the 3-3 goal. The Oilers giving up three goals in the final 343 of the third period and then Anaheim winning in the second overtime period, take a three games to two series lead. That was a very bitter loss for the Oilers organization. And in the 12 years I've done the game, that was the toughest one. Eminem came back and boot stomped Anaheim 7-1 at home in game six, but ultimately lost the series in game 7-2-1. I would suggest to you that we would have... I'm not convinced, as an example, that Jordan Eberle would have been traded 
had Edmonton won that playoff series. Uh, it should be reminded that Milano Lucic, Jordan Eberle, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and Benoit Pouliot did not score an even-strength goal uh, in that playoff series, and the Oilers lost two games in overtime and won one goal game. And uh, I, I know a lot of you love Nuge, and I wonder what would have happened if Edmonton could have you know, won that series against Anna. So for me, that was a bitter loss. Uh, obviously, people say, well, what about Game 7 against Carolina? That's a given. It was Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final. Tough loss, too, in game number one. And the decision to flip-flop, and Chris Pronger brought it up in Spit and Chicklets, the decision to flip-flop Ty Conklin and UC Markkinen as the backup to Dwayne Rolison during the playoffs back in 06. I remember Mark Spector and me talking about that in round two. Well, who's the better guy? Shouldn't you just go with the better guy as the backup? And ultimately, the Oilers went with Markkinen after Conklin spit the puck up on the game-winning goal against Carolina in game number one of the uh, 2006 Stanley Cup Final. Obviously, the miracle of Manchester, John Shannon mentioning that one as well. Very quickly, uh, Gaetan Haas was on the show yesterday. He had this to say as we go back in our Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Here's Gaetan Haas on signing an extension with the Oilers. Yeah, really happy. Um, uh, everything went pretty pretty fast. I think uh, both sides uh, were uh, yeah pretty open and uh, just want to sign this. and. Uh, after a couple of discussion uh, we with Tip uh, and the agents and those guys, I just yeah I was happy to to sign there and uh, just wanted to uh, do it as quick as as I can. <laughs> just see, I just see the text come in. Uh, Bob uh, Corey Perry is another proud Peterborough boy. Just to cheese you off, I can't use the word that you use. Um, Dennis says, Bob, I would think that if you allow three goals when the other team pulls their goalie and you can't manage one shot on the empty net to stay ahead, you totally deserve to lose the game. Uh, there you go. Uh, former defenseman Mark says, uh, worst loss uh, for the Oilers. Uh, toughest playoff loss was game one of the Stanley Cup final. Had they not lost that game, I believe they would have curb stomped the Hurricanes. Well, the, the Oilers players will tell you, and Pronger said it in the Spit and Chicklets interview. Uh, Ethan Morrow has said it before. If Dwayne Rolison doesn't get hurt, the Oilers win the series all day. And I agree with him. I think they win that series in six games. So take it for where it's worth. Game seven against the uh, Hurricanes was the toughest loss. Uh, Sean says, the single greatest goal in Flames uh, history was the Steve Smith goal. I don't buy that. They won the Cup in 89. I mean, there's got to be a goal uh, from uh, the 1989 playoff run that's bigger. Didn't they score an overtime winner against Vancouver in 89 that helped them on their way? Uh, Hey, Bob, the Steve Smith goal, apparently judged by some, one of the five most important Oiler playoff goals in history, LMAO. Oh, where's Mark Spector trolling when you need him? Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Uh, lots of texts coming in. We'll keep going down that path. Brendan, just let me know when the package has arrived, okay? I know you're working on that right now. Uh, Phil from Grand Prairie says, Bob, my heart broke for Steve Smith when that puck went in behind fear. The look on his face said it all. I know I was completely stunned and almost refused to believe that that had happened. Ah, the good old days of the Battle of Alberta. Well, again, I was 20. And I was in shock because when you're 20, you're cocky, you're on top of the world, you know, you're from Edmonton, you got the best team in the world, the most talented team in the world, and then that happens. It was uh, it was tough to swallow. Hey, Bob, wasn't it Kessler? 
Yeah, it was Kessler. Did I say Perry? It was Perry who got the overtime winner. Thank you, G, for a good catch there. I, I believe I did say Corey Perry. We have Theodore Lenstrom coming up. We'll take a quick timeout. You're listening to Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. All right, we're having uh, some uh, minor technical glitches uh, trying to hook up with uh, a guest right now, but we will tell you this. Uh, you can text us at 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, do you think if the own goal hadn't happened and crushed Steve Smith so much in the moment that the team would have had a better chance of rallying? I don't know. I'm looking for your take. I, I still got to give credit to Calgary, and it's hard to score. That That is hard. It's hard to score. Even back then, it was hard to score. Yes, he had 14 minutes left. I mean, you lose a series in seven, it's a bounce either way. You lose a, you know, you lose a series in five games or four games, you've been beat. You lose a game in seven, like, you know what? In 88, the Flames, they got crushed. I mean, the Oilers won that in four straight. Uh, another texter comes in. It is uh, the Chiseler a.k.a. the voice from the past down in Las Vegas. Bob, personally hated hearing that feed of Don Whitman's call on the Steve Smith blunder. Uh, I'm still uh, worked up, sitting in the closet with a blanket over my head. Never play it again. And agree. Um, I was in Anaheim for the game five in 17, says the Chisler, and he adds, we got screwed. <laughs> okay. Well, there you have it. Brendan, how are we doing? We're going to maybe push the interview to another day? You no, know, you got him ready to go, Bob. Let's fire it up. Right. Uh, we got four minutes here with Theodore Lenstrom. We'll make it happen. Theodore, it's Bob. I do the color. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Thank you for how doing you? the uh, show. Tell us uh, tell us about how things sort of uh, developed with the Oilers and you ended up signing in Edmonton. How long has this been in the works for? Oh, like, uh, what's it be like? A couple of weeks, one month maybe. Okay. Uh, and then it was the situation in the world, so it was a little bit uh, uh, put on ice, or how you call it, uh, like on hold. And uh, and uh, then I I signed like yesterday, so <laughs> being fast, everything. Uh, is there a defenseman that you think you kind of play a bit like? Uh, in the team or... Well, or like, like maybe, overall? you know, is there another Swedish defenseman that you modeled your game after? I mean, everybody grows up wanting to be Nick Lidstrom. I don't know how realistic that is. Uh, I had somebody... Yeah, su- that's not... I had somebody it's, suggest yeah, would... Jarmelson to me. Uh, who did you say? Uh, Nick Jarmelson played for Chicago for. Oh, Jarmelson, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have, a, I have a pretty similar game to him, or maybe uh, Ekholm, I would okay. say. With, uh, with, the, with, with the skating, the uh, skating with the puck and, and fast uh, first pass and everything. Uh, but uh, my favorite D man in, in NHL is uh, Roman Josie, I would say, actually. Uh, well, he's pretty good. He's going to be a finalist for the Norris Trophy this year. Uh, Theodore, uh, so skating's a big part of your game. Quickness as well. Uh, what do you think's going to be the biggest challenge? I know that you you played with uh, 
uh, out of Farstad. Uh, of course, Oscar Kleffbombs from uh, Farstad. Uh, the Oilers brought in a Swedish forward last year out of uh, Farstad that was on your team as well that they've just re-signed. Um, uh, Joe Kim Nygaard. What do you think is going to be the biggest challenge in the North American game for you? I think like the quickness uh, in the decisions and with the puck, uh, I think uh, you have to be quicker in your mind uh, to play over there. I think that I think that's the the biggest challenge and uh, be be strong in every situation. I think it's it's a bit harder and it's a bit uh, bit uh, yeah more of that. Uh, so I think that's the the biggest challenge for me. Uh, Sweden has a little bit different. Uh, perspective dealing with COVID-19. Have you been on the ice over the last uh, few weeks? Have you been able to skate? Yeah, I've been able skating, uh, skating a bit. Uh, I had uh, my uh, hand injury before, so then I was just was just skating, and now I, I've been skating a bit with the puck and uh, uh, some drills, and and uh, and uh, yeah, I've been on ice uh, a little bit, yeah. Did you talk to Joe Kim Nygaard about coming to uh, Edmonton specifically since he was with you a year ago? Uh, yeah, I, I've been talking to him both uh, before I made a decision and uh, and afterwards. Uh, and uh, yeah, he was a, he was a part as well that uh, that time for for Edmonton for sure. He he said uh, a lot of good things about about Edmonton and the fans and and everything. So yeah, I've been talking to him a lot. Uh, you have a teammate uh, this year, Theodore, who is going to be up for the NHL draft. He's uh, played with you in, uh, I, I think, was it in for Orlando this past season? Uh, is that uh, Raymond? Lucas Raymond? Oh yeah. Is is he a pretty good player? <laughs> oh, he's he's a sick player. He's uh, probably the most skilled guy I ever played with. Uh, I think he's co- he's going to have a great future, and uh, he's going to be. A, he already is, but he's going to be a great, great player for sure. All right. Well, look, uh, Theodore, we appreciate you taking five minutes to join us here in Oilers now, and we'll see you here uh, in the fall, okay? Yeah, of course. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's Theodore Lenstrom, who signed with the Oilers, uh, defenseman that spent this past season with Frolunda, and uh, Lucas Raymond is up for the uh, 2020 NHL draft. Off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.